If you have not watched American Murder, The Family Next Door on Netflix, and you plan to, you should probably leave and uh, go watch that, then come back and listen to this episode, because it's going to be uh, full of spoilers, kind of just a breakdown, and our, uh, our thoughts on the, the whole documentary. What's up, Tube Station listeners? Uh, again, sorry for the uh, the week off. I was out of town for a few days, and Jack's job with the NFL started up, so we're kind of just trying to reset our schedules and get shit lined up again. How was uh, LA, by the way? Tell tell us a little about what you did. It was it was it was wonderful. I mean, I, we could probably fucking do a whole episode about that, but. Um, <laughs> I have uh, I posted a couple videos on my Instagram at nolj33. Um, I have another one with pretty much all the drone footage. I haven't uh, put that one out yet, but that one will be good. Uh, we just shot a couple, or we shot one music video down there. Um, it was a good time. Met some cool people. Uh, California, I mean, LA is just fucking awesome. I'm definitely moving there. Um, yeah, we I rented mean, some. We as, rented. Uh, go ahead. As these, as our listeners know, our our dedicated listeners, we will be there eventually, and we will be recording this podcast from there eventually, and it will be a great time. But I think you know, happy for you to go there and and really just get another dose of it. Really. Oh yeah, dude! It's 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 awesome out there. We uh, I was saying we we rented. We got a 2020 uh, Mustang convertible and a 2019 Camaro convertible, and we had them for like three or four days, four days out there, and just like whipping down PCH, which is the Pacific Coast Highway, <coughs> if you don't know. So it's the highway that runs like all the way across, like all the way up California along the ocean, and it's just like the view is just incredible, and the houses along it, and everything's just fucking awesome. So we took that drive multiple times. And uh, and traffic's like non-existent there, which is awesome. Oh yeah, like, I'm sure. Like Corona COVID, just stopped yeah. shit. Yeah. But like, pretty much everything was open. But people, like, I mean, it, we were driving around. Like, we would be driving home at like two in the morning, and there's still like a lot of cars out. But it was never bumper to bumper traffic, which was nice. Right. That's another thing. Like in Hawaii, like everyone who lives here. Not everyone, but a lot of people are just really appreciating Corona because, like, you'll go downtown and it's called Waikiki, which is, like, the most popular spot for tourists. And we went down there and picked up food the other night. Couldn't have been seven people on the streets. Like, when normally there's, you know, thousands upon thousands just packed bumper-to-bumper traffic. Just absolutely deserted. So Corona is definitely hitting these places. It's It's bizarre. Um. Yeah, and I mean, I think a lot of people. I mean, we'll we'll get into the episode right after this, but I think a lot of people. Um, they've taken that shift to like online and from home work. Yeah, and I think a lot of companies are realizing, like, yo, we don't have to pay <laughs> fucking fifty thousand a month for rent anymore. Yeah, like people like this. It's easier for us. It's cheaper for us. Um. And, like, park, I mean, there's so many factors, parking, gas, I mean, like, it, it eliminates so many things. So I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of companies end up just sticking it out with this this whole at-home shit. Because you can say, do everything online now. Yeah, I was going to say, I think, like, Corona is, like, kind of, from a work standpoint, everyone's realizing, like, majority of the time you enjoy working from home more than going to the office. That's just, like, the truth. Like, there's just so much more freedom and flexibility and 
Um, it'll be interesting to see like how companies like try to phase that in. Like you said, like who wants to pay so much for rent in a, an apartment building or, you know, whatever building your company's based out of when you don't have to. So but imagine like companies in Manhattan and shit, right. Paying like a hundred thousand a month in rent probably. Well, it's even like here in Honolulu, my uncle, like my best, like closest friends, dad, uh, He's an attorney and he like is like a partner and he literally is like, yeah, like 2021, our lease is up and we've just kind of like realized like we're not renewing it <laughs> like just straight up. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people are saying that kind of shit, but this episode is not about LA or COVID or any of that shit. It is about American murder, the family next door on Netflix trending number one. I, uh, Do you just kind of go into Netflix and, like, see what's trending and throw it on? It depends. I mean, this – so, like, I saw this on, of course, fucking TikTok. I feel like I say this every goddamn episode. But <laughs> I see something on TikTok, and then I'm like, oh. But anyways, saw this on TikTok. Recognize the story. I, you said you didn't know this story beforehand? I, I like. I don't really remember the story. Was It, it was a year ago, huh? 2018. Oh, Summer so of 2018. Yeah. So – I guess I was probably on my own then. That's that's the problem. Like I don't watch like nightly news and shit, but like I do recognize the the dad, the killer. Um, I recognize his face, so I'm pretty sure I saw like his mugshot or something on right. on Twitter or whatever. Like obviously this story was everywhere at the time, and and it's like the one of the craziest things I've ever heard in my life. Um, but yeah, I, I would like followed this story in 2018 when it was actually like live and unroll unveiling it and then uh if you saw the documentary which hopefully you did if you're listening to this a lot of the early video they show with the neighbor you know the part with the neighbor where he's get showing like the stuff on the his camera oh, he was on real quick yeah, he's the first one who like realized dude, like, oh, the, dude, cops this guy's like, being the cops like the cops like i'm gonna get this guy's information uh I'll, I'll meet you back at your house mr watts yeah and uh then he just like immediately he's like yo dude something's not right, right. about that guy <laughs> like yeah. he immediately knew <laughs> he was did you wonder how one. that did you wonder how that dude like had that fat of a house yes well yeah because I mean, like all- he kind of looked like just like white trash he had like sweatpants and like a fucking flat brim on well, and mean, he just had like a fat house i mean we'll, we'll get into that first actually because i do have something to say about that but yeah i, I mean to wrap this part up i, I had seen that video just of the neighbor, like the body cam footage of the cop with the neighbor, where the neighbor's like, yo, like, why was his car out here? Like, <laughs> he's like, this dude is like being weird. Like, why is he not at all emotional that his he's family's like, gone? Yeah, he's not emotional. And he's like, he never backs into his garage. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know why he did that. Yeah. So, um, but to get back to the suburban house kind of place, like, do you realize my mom actually watched this documentary with me and she was the one who brought it up. She was like, is this not like the most like ideal place for this to happen? Like these creepy like suburban neighborhoods in the middle of fucking nowhere where every house looks the same. All these families, like who knows what these people even do for a living? Like, <laughs> well, an- we can get into that later. Well, that's another thing is I don't know. I mean, we're going to get again, we're going to get back into what the wife did for work um, in a second. But the guy, right. He was Chris Watts. He was, what did he even do? Like managed oil? He was like rigs? an oil dick. Yeah, like yeah. How do you afford that kind of a house? Like as an no, oil I'm dick? pretty sure the oil dicks make a lot of money. Oh really? Well, that was one yeah, of the red things I read that was like, I don't think he could have like done that himself. Like I think the woman was probably making like something nice, at least provided. Well, I-, I watched like an interview on uh, like on YouTube. It was like a CBS or something interview. Like while he was in prison, he said that like. The last, they're like last year together. Uh, she made like almost, if not as much as like he did. Yeah. So I think he was the primary breadwinner, but she like she was making good money. Right. So, quick summary of the story: This guy, Chris Watts, he's got a family, a wife, two small daughters, three and five, and his wife's pregnant with a little boy. Um, he starts having an affair. Because I guess he just starts losing touch with his passion for his marriage. And um, long story short, 
if you don't look into it any more than that, he decides, oh, I just want to be with this my new girlfriend. So he kills his wife and kids, and then, and then immediately gets caught. Dude, I was like nauseous, like probably two minutes into the documentary. Once I realized that the like mom and like two little girls were missing, I was just like, oh god, I don't even fucking want to watch this right now. When did it like click for you? I'm actually interested as someone who like didn't know the story before, because that's probably a majority of the people that watched this documentary had no idea that this ever happened. Like, when did it click for you? Oh, God, like, this dick probably, like, did something to them. Probably not that <laughs> soon. No, no, no. It was almost immediate. I oh, think. really? Okay. See, yeah, that's what I, I did. I don't it, know. It might have It might have honestly been when the, the cop showed up at his house. Because I realized that, like, her bet. Okay, this is, like, the dip. Like, you, can, you could attribute this to the difference between, like, men and women. But, like, his or her, like, best friend was, like, hysterical like freaking out and like he was just like worried kind of but like yeah like she'll show up literally the least worried of all time (laughs) like he's like going through the house initially with the cops right and i think just like it was i don't know (laughs) it was like confirmed in my mind when um i think when the neighbor like pointed it out Mm. or no 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 you know what it was when the neighbor pulled up the video and he like he said that he had like footage like from like of the like neighbors of like uh Chris Watts truck pulling up. Yeah. And Chris Watts like puts his hands on his head. And it wasn't like a hands on your head like I don't like there's uh, it was just the wrong reaction to what he said. The reaction that like you got from him doing that was like oh fuck. Yeah. Like, like shit i fucked up so one thing i actually did say out loud uh when i was watching it for the first time was like when that was happening like i just started laughing because i was like dude like chris watts he probably doesn't know that his neighbor has this camera running and that's in like the first five minutes of the dock so like he instantly just knows right there like okay i'm definitely not gonna get away with this like easily like now i'm, I'm pretty all sure that was like fucked. the first like the day she went missing yeah like instantly just like you're already suspicious, like, right off the bat. Like, when it could have been, he wasn't initially, you know, the, the suspect, you know. It, it could have been, you know, oh, who who broke in? Who took them? You know, where did they go? Like, did they leave and flee the country? Like, something like that. No. Five minutes in, you're like, oh, okay. Dude's just straight sketchy. Like, he fucked up. <laughs> and yeah, then the whole I, it time. Was, I, I was pretty quick to draw the conclusion that I think this dude killed him. Yeah. But then, like, then when he said his wife killed the the kids, for, like, a second, I was like, okay, maybe. Like, let, I want to hear what he has to say. Yeah. But, like, he could, like, it didn't, it didn't add up. So I was like, okay, probably not. So a few, a couple quick hits I want to hit cover. Why the fuck did she document, like, everything in her life so heavily? Oh, dude, I was thinking that, like, this was just, like, gold to whoever produced this (laughs) and, like, came up with the idea for the documentary. They're like, all right, it's put together. Like, I just got to, like, I got to make these, like, fake texts. And, like, that's it. Dude, yeah, for the first maybe five, ten minutes, I was like, oh, like, they did a good job, like, recreating this. And I was like, oh, wait, they didn't recreate it at all. This is actually real. And, like, for some reason, she documented every waking moment of her life on social media. Yeah, she was just one of those weird social media moms. Right. I mean, I I just, I don't agree with that personally, but um, yeah, you're right. It was definitely gold for these producers to, to come upon that. And then... I mean, it seems like there, like, there was probably a solid 45 minutes of footage that she just gave them. Yeah. Um, and then another thing. So I think it's very interesting. We could try to go chronologically, I guess, but mental health a little bit but it's not even really mental health like the way a relationship is kind of constructed did that like kind of hit you at all throughout this like that kind of was a main thing that i was thinking about throughout the entire thing well when he said like the thing about like when they went on vac they went to like arizona or whatever for like he was like alone for like a few like four or five or six weeks yeah 
and he was like like when you're alone like that's when like you really like find out who you are and mm-hmm. like what you want like that kind of hit i was like like fuck like true dude but like just watching their like i don't know that was like a weird like murder and like crazy crime aside it was weird like watching like how their relationship just kind of like fell apart slowly it was like kind of like chilling almost like the fact that like you said they went to north carolina for six weeks he didn't call them once i'm just like yeah and then when he showed up he kissed her like once and like yeah didn't even touch wouldn't like touch her or fuck her or anything which rightfully so massive red flag like massive yes right away if you go six months if you're married and you can go six weeks without seeing your wife and then the you don't even touch her when you see her again like bro like come on something like up. dude like she was texting her best friend she's like he didn't even like grab my ass yeah like he always does which like, so, like she hit yeah i mean right like honestly i have nothing like i don't really have anything bad to say about this lady like she seemed pretty spot on the whole documentary the only thing that's annoying is like if i knew her in real life i'd hate her because of like all of her facebook posts well so that's where we could kind of get into this company a, a little bit so Right. One thing, the main thing we want to talk about in this episode is the one main point that they didn't cover in the documentary, which is this woman, Shanann, <laughs> hood name. Shanann. Yeah, I, I thought it was Shannon for the first, <laughs> like, probably 99% of the documentary. And then, like, towards the end, I was like, oh, they're saying Shanann. Yeah, like, that's why it's spelled weird. Right. Until it was spelled out, I was like, oh, oh, Shanann. But yeah. So she works for a company called Thrive, your classic startup, soon to be big pharma company that still exists today. Now they don't cover it at all. They don't cover what it is. They don't cover no, what they she just does. Like, they just like mention the name and that's it. Right. So what this is, or do you, do you want to elaborate? You you could probably put it better into words. What this product is. Uh. Well, somebody. Well, I mean. Somebody defined it as this, but while I'm reading this, maybe if you can go to like Thrive's website and see what what they they define it as. Um, I mean, if you can even find it, I don't know if it's like no, something they, easy to find. No, they got a they got a website, they got a Wikipedia. They are very much still in business. Created in 2016. Yeah, so like it's it's a fucking young company. So if you but if you were watching the documentary, you know that like 2016 is like the last time that he like kind of looked normal almost. Like he was like 250, right? Like two 250 pounds. Two, yeah, 240 something, and then he went down to 180. Um, yeah, normal dude, 250 pounds, and then that was in 2016, and then in the early 2018 videos, just months before. Um, you know, the incident, you can see he's just a, he's 185. He's jacked. He works out all the time. He's got a completely different personality. Um, but yeah, so basically this company still exists, big pharma company. And, uh, what are they described as from, from this Reddit user that did some research? Um, so, so I, I mean, I don't really know how much research they did but what they said is that thrive shit is bedroom community crack it's not just loaded with caffeine it has two plant-based stimulants which interact with the caffeine to make what is basically herbal speed and then they go on to say uh they are dosing people with a powerful amphetamine cocktail people by and large uh with no experience of illicit drugs um so they do not recognize the effects as being akin to proper uppers so pretty much like what after some people have like looked into this company um and like reports from people who knew chris and know him um i mean what this is 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 pretty much like math but it's like a plant-based legal loophole math it's like hipstery and like it's plant-based so people don't think it's bad but still fucking everything is 
plant-based to an extent. I mean, most fucking every drug is. Dude, it's literally just like uh it's just like shrooms, acid, right, coke, it's, fucking <laughs> meth, it's, it's probably, like Molly maybe, and meth. I don't know. Yeah. Molly meth, like it's just like a lower grade legalized Heroin. version. And it's just crazy to think like that they were on this drug and that you can see because she documented her whole life on social media the active change in their personalities and even physical appearance when they start taking this. And it's not mentioned at all in the documentary. So like No, I'm, not at all. And like I said and earlier. Like is yeah, is it a coincidence that it's like a health like plant based like pharmaceutical company? Probably not. No. I mean all pharma companies are the exact same. But like I mentioned earlier, like if you didn't do this research, you wouldn't know that. And this story would honestly just be quite confusing to you. Like, it was confusing to me. Like, the documentary ended, and, you know, you get all this information, and you're still just like, there was never an answer to the question, why? Yeah, I mean, that's how it is with a lot of these, like, weird murders. But, like, with the interviews of, like, him and shit, like, you can tell that he's just like, I really, like, I I don't know. Like, like he doesn't even know why he did it. Like, he wasn't thinking like it just happened and like yeah i mean like i don't think that's what like like i said at the beginning of the episode it, it wasn't premeditated i don't think it was i think he j- it was impulsive i think he just woke up and did it yeah um but yeah but I- he probably also i mean from the, it, the problem is you, you don't know how much you can trust what he says but he says that they had a fight that morning and like he said that he didn't love her and all that shit and that's when they started fighting and like he he choked her out there and then like their one daughter walked in mm-hmm. so he might have just been in like adrenaline panic shock mode and like he like didn't know what to do well, like obviously i'm not defending him but i'm just trying to like Right, get inside his mind. Like, why would you do this? Yeah, exactly. As a normal person, because that's another thing. Like, you hear about, like, Ted Bundy, blah, 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 like, Jeffrey Dahmer, like, these insanely crazy people that do crazy things. Like, they were just mentally, like, gone, right? But this dude was a normal guy his entire life and then just decides out of the blue to murder his entire family. Like, what? Yeah, and there's, like, I mean, there's some quotes, like, from his former high school teacher um he said uh in fact i told him before he graduated i said chris if i ever had a student who was going to be tremendously successful it's you uh one of the smartest students i ever had the guy had a photographic memory um he had a passion for nascar and knew chapter and verse everything you could know about nascar anything uh, hardly spoke in class, introverted, offer, often wondered why he was withdrawn, but he was very clean-cut, respectful, and very smart. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it seems like he was just, like, a shy dude, but super fucking smart. And um, he went on to say, uh, was someone who wouldn't f- hurt a fly. And then... Um, uh, so People, like, people started kind of... Uh, going through all the social media stuff and um, comparing, like, I guess his demeanor and his, like, just who he was as a person uh, before and after he started doing all the Thrive shit and promoting it. And, um, and I mean, yeah, it's just weird that, like Jack said, there's no mention whatsoever of this in the documentary. Like, you would think they'd at least maybe gloss over it because it's not... The thing is, if it was like Coke or anything like that, they'd say it because mm-hmm. it's not like you can pin it to one company or something like that. But because it's like this legal, like pharmaceutical thing and everybody fucking knows Big Pharma has their hands, they're fucking pulling the strings on everything. They, I mean, it's it's not crazy to think that this shit fucked him up and caused him to do this fucking crazy thing that everybody said is out of character for him. Um, I mean, who knows? But it's just, it's 
fucking annoying that it's not even mentioned and you have to find this shit out just by looking more into the documentary instead of the documentary actually documenting and telling you all the facts and then letting you right figure out what which is what this was and a few of her social media posts like this one says chris just said he's been more talkative since he started hashtag burn which i guess is like their thrives initiative of like what to call it uh talking i think burn i think burn was a different type of patch because i i actually have uh some audio that i want to play that he mentions like two different types of patches Uh, and the burn one is the one that he said uh gave him some this one on May 7th, May 7th of 2018, so just a few months before, quote, someone's thriving, up for work at 4 a.m., just got home and now mowing the grass, hashtag like a boss, hashtag he loves me. So that's kind of where um, I kind of want to get into, well, well, you should play this audio first, but then I'm going to get into Shanann because I don't think she's too off the hook. Let's just say that. But go ahead, play this audio and. Okay. Not sure how much much it costs them to make it. Yeah. Did you feel like a different person wearing those patches? Especially like the the duo, the burn. I mean, the, it felt. I mean, it's like, like the burn. The watches. Like if you look on it, like when it tells you to exercise, it says I was exercising like all day because my heart rate was like up. Oh. Just from those patches. Was it full of caffeine or what? Uh, they just have something. They had something in them. I mean, I'd, I'd the black label ones, the, the longer black ones, they those had caffeine in them, but it never had that effect. I mean, the duo burn ones, the ones that are more of like the fat loss type, it was, I could, it felt like I was working out all day, even though I wasn't. Oh, were you tired? I mean, I know at some points, I, I mean, even Nikki said that, like, you know, I'd fall asleep on the couch, Oh. on her couch while I was talking to her and then like pick back up like I was like I never knew I fell asleep mm. which I don't know if it was like an insomnia thing or what but like I, was, huh. I wasn't sleeping much we had a lot going on then so I mean just to break that down he he says a few somewhat alarming things he says that he's using those burn patches that that uh that Jack just mentioned that Shanann mentioned in one of her posts and uh, he said that when he had him on, when he looked at his Apple Watch and it was like reading his heart rate and all that stuff, it thought that he was working out like all day. So he was having like a pretty dramatic increase in his heart rate. Um, he, he said the shit about him falling asleep mid-conversation and like not knowing that he fell asleep <laughs> and then just waking up and continuing. That's fucked. And also, he called it insomnia, which is just, that would be narcolepsy. Yeah. But, <laughs> I mean, he's not the fucking sharpest. Listen, he's on Thrive. He's not in the right frame of mind. Before. Yeah, but, I mean, it's just adding all those things together, stepping back, it's not crazy to think that this shit could be fucking with him and could have caused this incident to happen. And that's the thing is, like, they don't cover a reason why. They don't even speculate. This entire documentary is just facts placed on a table. So it's like, if you did want a reason why, like, it's hard to find something that's more reasonable than this that we're talking about. And that's where I kind of want to get to Shanann as well. So I don't know if you noticed, but, like, their relationship obviously started deteriorating, like, sooner than, you know, a couple months before this incident happened. Like, they, they were just losing passion, losing touch. All the videos that you see that they show that are, like, super eerie in the moment are honestly eerie even before the murders would have taken place. Like, he gets his wife pregnant. He doesn't really give a shit. Like, he finds out it's a boy, doesn't really give a shit. Like, all this stuff. And then the stuff where he comes in and he's Santa Claus. And, like, it's just, like, real awkward between them. Like, it's not like they're married. Like, she's like, where's your phone? It doesn't seem like they, like, love each other. Right. It seems like they honestly It doesn't seem like they're best friends. Right. It seems like they honestly don't even like each other at all. Like, and she's also, like, kind of annoying, like, in that specific video with the Santa thing. She's like, where's your phone? Like, all this stuff. He's like, in the garage. Like, (laughs) right. Like, like, it's just like. she asks him again and she's like, because of my idiot husband. Yeah. Like, 
yeah and then posting that on social like come on like chill <laughs> like <laughs> the relationship's just like real sketchy and so one thing i saw in the same reddit post that we were going over is like the effects of the drug on her like she had made up this like fake reality in her mind that her marriage was still okay when it clearly wasn't i was thinking that but that's kind of common right it's very common but in the sense that before, you know, she talks about how she has that disease. Fuck, I forget the name. I'm sorry. But um, she has that disease. She said she was feeling very, like, so, like having self-esteem issues, like having body image is- issues, all this stuff. And then she starts taking the drug in 2016. And people that know her said that they saw, like, very noticeable changes in her appearance and her personality. Her skin was clearer. She, her face was, like, more flush. Like, all this stuff, like... Or not flush, obviously, like the opposite of flush. But yeah, <laughs> like she, she just <laughs> essentially looked better and like was a happier person when she started taking this drug. When clearly in the eyes of outsiders, and obviously it's easier in retrospect, like stuff was not like all sunshine and rainbows, like with this family for years. What did you think about uh, Chris's mom and the the yeah. peanut allergy? Because like, dude, every grandparent know. Like, dude, come on. That was super fucked. But also, like, I don't know if, like, they tried to make it almost seem like that was, like, the start of something. When really, I, yes. I don't think, like... <laughs> they made it seem like she was maybe going to come back into right. it and, like, convince him to kill his kids or right. something. Like, they, they made it seem, like, I think bigger than it was. Like, I really don't think it... It is a big deal individually, but, like, after you look at, like... In oh, the grand killed, scheme of things, right, it probably had nothing to do with anything. <laughs> right, he killed his family. Like, I don't think it matters that she brought the wrong ice cream to a party. Like, I don't think that played a role. And, like, they never even said that she, like, tried giving it to them. I think she just had it. <laughs> yeah. I think... Wait, I could dude, be wrong, but she might have just had it. This is fucked to, like, start joking about this, but I, it is funny to think, like, she was, like, digging through the freezer and found it. And it's not even like the grandma brought it for the kids. Like she just had it and it was like years old in the back of the freezer. She flips the fuck out. The grandma's like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, you're insane. Get out. Um, but yeah, they, it was that I definitely am glad you brought that up because that part I was like, this is super irrelevant knowing like later on that there was like a full on family murder about to take place and you're arguing about ice cream. Well, yeah, because I immediately thought that like, Okay, the, like, this is going to be a crazy story, dude. Like, this dude's mom convinced him to, like, kill his kids. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. But no, that nothing to do with it. <clears throat> so, another topic I kind of want to talk about. I thought this was so sick. The part, you know, I thought it was the best part. Um, the footage from the interrogation room, like, that entire, all the footage. Like, oh yeah, crazy shit. So the thing I wanted to touch on is just, like, the way that, like, these investigators, like, handle this stuff is so sick. So sick, dude. Like, they are on it. Like, that lady went into the polygraph test already knowing he killed his family. Like, literally already knew. (laughs) And just completely played him like a fucking violin. No, she, like, she was amazing. And she she was, like, she was playing the, like, sexy I'm nice shit to you. Mm-hmm. She, like, kept rubbing his back. I noticed she kept rubbing his back and, like, touching him softly. Like, dude, there was, like, she, oh, it's all mind dude. games, bro. And it was crazy because, you know, you don't know that when you're watching it live, right? You're like, oh, like, she's just this nice woman, like, trying to, like, give him the benefit of the doubt, all this stuff. No, she's just a fucking amazing actor. All these investigators <laughs> have been through this so many times. Like, they just have this down to a T. Of like how to get information out of people. It's so know, sick. Dude. And then they like he admitted that he cheated and the the dude was just like, Yeah, uh, we, we know. know. <laughs> yeah, he's, like, <laughs> he's like, bet. Moving on. <laughs> he's like, We know, dude. Just yeah, like dude. tell us where where the fuck you put the body, yeah. bro. And it's also funny, like Chris thought he was like revealing like this crucial information to the case. Like he <laughs> probably thought he was so sick, he's like, All right, fine, yeah, I did cheat. They're just like he's probably like, All right, th- this'll get him off my back. Right. <laughs> He's like, yeah, we know, buddy. Like, shut the fuck up. Where's the bodies? And that's another thing is, like, when he brings his dad in, well, this is... He's like, we already took your fucking mistress into custody. She told us everything, dude. Like, Which, don't even. another thing, imagine being that mistress. Like, first of all, she was hood. Like, 
I don't I don't blame her at all for this. Like she was obviously just like some young chick, like just got in a terrible situation and then came she clean like immediately. Too. Yeah. I mean she came she clean. No sandboarding. She seems yeah. cool. Well she also the way the timeline played out in the dock, like was she like the key piece of information that like led them to like truly believing he did this? Cause they right when they cut her information in is like before he admitted it. So like that was like the tell all for me. Like when she came forward and was like, Hey, I think like he might have done something. I was like, damn. Good for you. Yeah, I don't I don't know. But I mean Yeah, he mentions that at the end. He's like, If I never met Nikki, like would any of this have happened? Like, I don't know. Yeah. No, but, it wouldn't have happened. Well, yeah, it would have happened but in a different way. Right, different timeline. Which uh yeah. But um so that, but yeah, again, the polygraph test lady, the other dude, the cop who played it exactly how I would have, which is why I loved him. Like he was just like, no bullshit. He's like, cause you know, movies when they're interrogating people in movies, right? It's like this drawn out dramatic thing. He's not here for shit, dude. He's just sitting there. He's like, we're not going to leave this room till you tell us what you did to them. And he's like, what do you mean? I didn't do shit. He's like, listen to me what did you do like he's just like he's he's like I, he's right. like don't try to convince me because i know exactly what happened i just need you to say it right crazy and then obviously and dude all right I'm, I'm gonna get gruesome for a second but like holy fuck dude to put like the bodies in that big oil drum that's where i was going next like when he said that to his dad when he was like like He's, he was like, like, what about the, like, what about the kids? Like, what about the babies? And he's like, yeah, like, they're in an oil drum. Like, the dad just, like, looked, at, like, it's hard to see, but you could tell the dad's just like, what the fuck? Dude, I, that's another thing is, like, that part was maybe the most scarring part of the entire documentary is when he admits it to his that dad. That also just shows, like, the power of, like, a parent's mm -hmm. love for their child. Dude. Like, like, he literally told him that he killed his wife and his, like, two, like, toddlers. Yeah. And, like, the dad's still there with him. Right. Like, he puts his, he literally puts his fuck. hand in his head and then grabs his son's hand because he knows, like, it's just over. Like, that's it. Like, you, you did the worst crime anyone could imagine. Yep. And, that, like, what do you even do in that situation? Like, your son literally just tells you, yeah, like, I killed my entire family. Well, then, I mean, probably as a parent, you start to feel guilty. Like, what did, right. I, like, mm -hmm. did I raise him to do this? Mm -hmm. Like, is this, like, everything I did as a parent, like, came to this? Right. You almost feel bad for the parents because, like... Oh, 100%. If, like, this Thrive shit's true, like, it's absolutely not on them at all. But I wonder if there, if I wonder if like any of the family or like people like actually involved in this have like looked into that shit. I think it's so hard because like there's two paths you could take, right? You could either fight it, right? Be like, there's no way my son would like just do this by himself. Like I just, you know, I raised him in a certain way. I know him. He's my son. Or I think the path they did took is like my son did the worst thing a human being can do. I just want to like live out the rest of my life just like you know like please like just let me live the rest of my life like because the the ripple effects of like your son doing something like that must just be unescapable literally yeah it's like obviously it's not as bad as shenan's parents but it's like it's like a similar thing right like, they lost their kid forever in a different way. And, like, they have to live with, like, the fact that they raised, like, a kid killer. Honestly, I wouldn't say killer. I wouldn't say it's better or worse to be, like, No, I mean, parents. they're both living in hell for yep. the rest of their lives. Exactly. So, um, but, yeah, lastly, we'll cover. So, he was sentenced to... Uh, I believe six life sentences plus eighty four years. Um, again, I'm, I'm not a <laughs> I'm not a lawyer, but like, what does that even mean? What the fuck's the point? 
is it literally in case like they live for eternity or something like they like or like they know. die and come back to life and then technically yeah, they're maybe like, it might be a loophole like that if they die like legally i'm pronounced dead so like i'm starting a new life i don't know what the fuck is i don't know what the point of that is uh, i'm gonna look that up but anyways in the courtroom you hear the judge say like you have committed the worst crime that i have ever seen in my courtroom you have taken the lives of like three and a half people and I am in no right to take yours. I know. He said that something like that. I was just crazy. He yep. said something like that. Like I don't I don't want to put myself in a position to take yours or right. something like that. Yeah. Which I find that kind of interesting because that's like the entire backbone of like the death penalty argument, right? Wait, say that again, sorry. Like, that's the entire backbone of the death penalty argument, right? Is, like, no matter how heinous of a crime yeah. someone does, yep. by taking their life, like, why does that make you any better? But they said um, that he pleaded guilty to, like, escape the death penalty. Right. So I wonder if he would have pleaded innocent if they would have... Like, tried to get the evidence to push for, like, a death penalty. Probably. But how does that matter at all to me? You know what I mean? Like, as someone who supports the death that's penalty. That's like an honor thing. Right. Like, as someone who just supports the death that's penalty. That's like an old honor law that's just been, like, grandfathered in. Like, if you admit it, like, we'll let you live. Right. Like, it just really doesn't make sense to me. Like, you could kill, like, 100,000 people, and if you just said, yeah, I mean, that was my bad, then they're just like, all right, cool, cool, yeah, just go to that room for the rest of your life you're you're chilling i just don't understand like why that's a thing in place but yeah i found that interesting because i think that's like it literally like perfectly summarized why people don't support the death penalty so this uh this some law website says um so it says there are practical reasons why courts impose sentences that exceed life these kind of sentences are frequently uh, frequently arise in murder cases involving multiple victims. Um, in some jurisdictions, a life sentence is a misnomer. The defendant may be eligible for parole after a set number of years, like 25. But even where the sentence is life without possibility of parole, consecutive life sentences may serve a practical purpose. Um, <laughs> a practical one. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, suppose, for example, that a defendant is on trial for two murders. The jury convicts him of both, and the judge sentences him to consecutive life sentences. He appeals the convictions, and a court overturns one because they think the prosecution didn't comply with the discovery obligation. Okay, so it's like in case they can like uh, overturn like one or two, he's still like fucked. Yeah. I like that then. So I like that. Yeah, yeah. it makes sense. It's like toss him like toss him fifty to be safe like checks and balances uh, yeah i wonder how they determine but but yeah it's interesting with the the death penalty because it's like if anyone deserves it like come on because he got like four counts of murder right because when you kill a pregnant woman you get two two counts i think it's literally a half like i think it was a half of a person is what they consider it um but I could be absolutely wrong. But I definitely saw somewhere someone was like, yeah, he killed like three and a half people or, or whatever. I don't know if that was just like layman's terms or if that was official. Um, I think it might go state by state. Um, unborn Victims of Violence Act. Of 2004. Yeah, so it protects or recognizes an embryo or fetus in utero as legal victim if they are injured, killed, or killed during the commission of any of over 60 listed federal crimes of violence. Yeah, so it would be double murder or double homicide. Mm -hmm. I know I'm kind of getting to. Uh, touchy territory right here but it's kind of interesting how they how like federal law like makes a pregnant woman being killed double homicide but abortion 
isn't like <laughs> right i mean like i don't i don't want to go there but i'm just saying i mean kind of yeah. picking and choosing there. not to get super political but like the abortion stuff like on both sides like their reasoning doesn't completely line up but yeah i guess we could wrap this up by talking about um i don't know about you but like i couldn't even watch like the videos of his daughters like they were just like so fucking cute and like perfect I don't know, dude. You like kids more than I do. I mean, bro, like, come on. Like, the way, like, the birthday party when she's, like, blowing out the stuff early. Like, she did it twice, and it's just, like, so cute. Okay, yeah, like, true. That's, like, her thing. Like, she, like, blows it out early, and it's just, like, I was just watching. I'm just like, wait. just like, fuck, man. She probably would have grown up, and that would have just, like, been her thing. Like, she would have been 16 and, like, blown it out early, and her parents would be like, oh, like, that's. Fuck. Yeah. I don't know. It, it just sucked, like, because you think, like, you know. Sure. Adults, they have so many problems, right? You have affairs and Could relationships. Could they? Wait. Okay. If they somehow, like, sued Thrive and, like, proved that Thrive is, like, what caused, like, him to lose his mind and kill his family, like, could he get out? Absolutely. I mean, you know, this and, like, is... like, plead insanity? Right. This is hypothetical, something? but I'm sure the sentence could definitely change. I don't know, like, how severely, but... I think that would definitely, like, bring so much into play. You know what's fucked up is, like, that type of a case has happened so many times. And those companies basically, like, they just have to pay, like, a shit ton of money. And then they still exist and then they still produce their product. Well, I mean, if you're then, fucked on, if you're, like, fucked on Xanax and sh or, like, perks or something and you fucking, like, kill a bunch of people and the victims sue the perk companies they're like all right fuck it we'll give you each 20 million we right. don't give a fuck and we're worth 175 trillion exactly and that's so, and then it just you. ends and then it just ends and they keep yep. selling the drugs and then there we go money can get you out of anything <laughs> it's just fucking insane but uh yeah i don't know anything else to add i, I think we touched on basically yeah i think i think yeah you mentioned everything i wanted to get to so Really sad, yeah. I mean, I, like I said, I saw the story when it was live, and it's just, like, kind of unbelievable in the moment. And then you watch that documentary, and it just, like, all sets in. Like, wow, like, this really happened. Yeah, it was, like I said, uh, at the beginning of it, uh, I was I was pretty nauseous once I realized, like, the situation. But fucking people are fucked up, man. And the, it's it's a little sickening. Not sickening, but, like, I hope the family's getting money off of this or something. Yeah. I mean, well, because, well like, Shanann's... Netflix is just, like, cashing the fuck out off of, like, this family being murdered. Well, Shanann's family is the one who, like, approved this video and, like, said they wanted it to be made and stuff and for Dude, awareness. Netflix probably hit him with, like... Instead of, like, giving them, like, royalties based off of, like, watch watches or something, they probably said, like, yeah, we'll give you, like, $100,000. Right. Meanwhile, they could have made, like, 10 mil. Yeah. Eh, it might be royalties. I mean, I feel like Netflix, I don't know. Are they a fucked up company morally? But um, I kind of wanted to, to go back on one thing. You know, we'll end on kind of, we'll, we'll talk about this a little to end, but it's kind of this interesting thing I saw. So there's this uh, Australian physicist. His name's Jermaine Tobar. He, Does this have anything to do with yes. the murders? Yes. Oh, okay. So he scientifically discovered, like, a formula in time travel that has, like, been approved. So what it is, it's, it's a paradox, right? So if you went back in time and stopped your parents from ever meeting... Then you wouldn't oh, be it, born. Like time always fixes itself. Right. It's that like theory that space time like continuum has a corrective state where outcomes would eventually come true just in a parallel universe. So, yep. so it kind of goes back like what you said. Like if you know, it's if like he never if you go back and kill Hitler as a baby, like his parents would have like another Hitler. <laughs> right. Or no, there would just be like a different version of. Or somebody else would like kill all the Jews. Right. Yeah. So I think that's fucking crazy. But it like connects back to what you said. Like if if he never met that Nikki chick and never had an affair, like 
would this still have happened just in a different way or years later or? And the answer is yes, absolutely. Right. This guy proved it in Australia. It's just kind of crazy to think like that paradox or I mean, just the fact that time travel, all these weird science and like government shit is coming out. That's like, we're getting like really fucking advanced, (laughs) right? Like, like real close. Yeah. I mean, I shit. I want to mention the Tesla thing that I was talking about, but it has nothing to do with this, and <laughs> I could just go off for a while about it. It'll be in a but future. I'll app. mention it next episode or in the future because yeah. it's uh, it's pretty crazy. It's right in our faces. Yeah. Thanks for sticking with us. Thanks for listening. I mean, we basically just pop out an episode whenever we fucking feel like it at this point, just because, like you know, our schedules aren't completely lined up. But we hope you're. Join the content nonetheless, and there will absolutely be more to come. Absolutely. Uh, we're trying to get this, uh, what would you call it, subliminal messages and yeah, childhood films and right. TV episode going. Um, we got everything ready. We're just trying to get my mom to call in because... Uh, we have a, I have a, I have a few questions to ask her, and I think it'd be uh, entertaining for everybody to, uh, to listen. Yeah, I think she'd be a great um, guest. But yeah, we got a handful of episodes, you know, on on in the batter's box, so those will be coming. Absolutely. Um, our Twitter is the Tube Station. The Tube Station and Instagram is Tube Station Pod. Hit us with some follows, likes, all that shit. Um, if you're uh, if you're listening and you're not subscribed to the podcast, whether it's on Apple or Spotify, just click that subscribe button. It takes not even two seconds. Um, show us a little love. Show us some support. And we will catch you guys next time. Thanks for pulling tubes with us. Hello.